This episode is brought to you by Duncan. <laughs> Duncan just dropped a new kind of energy. They called it Sparked. <laughs> Berry burst, peach sunshine, flavors I love. Did you guys try it already? I can't say no to two kinds of flavors. One is peach and one is berry. And a medium's $3. Now through March 19th. So drop by and get sparked by Duncan. Sparked energy drinks are fruit flavored, contain 0% fruit juice. Beverages contain caffeine from caffeine and guarana. Participation may vary. Limited time offer terms apply. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the Gray Strandum Wing Chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This episode, it's a meta and paraphysical melee, as Wandering Wade asked the ultimate question, probing the very nature of the soul. Billius Bob believes bogeyman are bogus, but is bemused by a blinking bulb. Merman Mark unsheaths his double ender and explains the quantum spin of smell. From Amish awareness to God's respawn time, yeah. It's time for the pre of life. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Distractable. I will be your host for today. My name is Bob and I'm joined, as usual, by my competitors for this episode, Mark and Wade. Say hello. Woo-woo! Hey! Hello, we Good, yeah, good. Excellent. Yippee. If you've never seen the show before, there's rules, but they mean nothing. They're competing. The winner hosts the next episode. I give out points. Not usually. It's like a game show, except it's not. And I have a topic for today because I'm the host, but we'll get to that later because we always start with small talk. The smallest talk you've got. What's the smallest thing you can tell me, boys? Uh, the ginger dead man has been living rent-free in my head. I can't escape it. He's, he's small. He's king of the hill. He's king king of the hill, king of your head. Yep. Uh, still no access to the 61 terabyte hard drive. My light is still going out. Oh, wow. It's good to think, good to see that it, things are really evolving on Mark's end. All uh, really progressing as planned. Life is progression. Progression is change. Excellent work. I have some news stories, though. Oh, hell yes. News story me up. All right. So do you know about that emergency alert that went out to absolutely everybody? I found out that that was going to happen on TikTok just before it happens from the same news source. <laughs> I always get my news these days, which is... Breaking the- news! Exactly. The fish. But there was an interesting story that came up out of it. Amish men shunned after nationwide emergency alert outs them for having phones. Oh, shit. Oof. Yeah. So this is a it was community of elders in Ohio because on October 4th, this was uh, carried out. But there was an emergency alert that went out to literally every phone. There's no way to get around it. I don't I think unless your phone was off, you wouldn't get the alert, but it would probably turned your phone on and still went off. I don't think it did that. What? Did it do that? I don't think so. No, yeah, it didn't do that. 
So as it turns out, even the community of Amish people, which I know some of them had phones, like especially like there's a thing where if, as you're growing up, you have you get to go live out in the Rumspringer. I hope surgeons were made aware before uh, the alarm went off. <laughs> what do you think? The alarm's going to go off on their phone and they're just going to be like, God, what is that? Whenever the whole room starts like whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know if they they bring their phones in there, but I guess they're in there a while and it's a long time. I'm pretty sure at least equally crazy shit occasionally happens in a surge in an operating theater as as a bunch of phones all making noise at the same time yeah when the guy in the corner smoking and the, the sprinklers come on he's like oh shit cover him up cover him up and the patient with the phone shoved up his ass you know he starts buzzing he's about to blow basically all of the early 2000s with the jackass crew yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so this Amish community was, sh they shunned people because all of a sudden these phones started going off and they're like, hey, how dare you? And it, it, the only reason to bring it up is because I feel like every every few years or so, people need to re be reminded about the Amish um, because I feel like it's very easy to forget. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Why, actually, why do we need to? Why do we need to know about the Amish, Mark? What is? What about them? I don't know. I just feel like it's important for people to understand that there's a community of people out there that try to live as technology independent as possible, and I think that's interesting. Between my mom's obsession with the show, it was called Amish Mafia, and then Weird Al's Amish Paradise song. The Amish are always on my mind. Right next to Shakira and now the ginger dead man. Oh, speaking of Shakira, there was a news story about Shakira once again being confronted for tax evasion. I know, she's gonna need some help. Where you said that Shakira was so innocent. Shakira had never done any wrong. She's gonna need a sugar daddy. Mark, can I have a loan? <laughs> <laughs> it turns out she should have had her hips do her taxes. So I just gonna sugar daddy via proxy. <laughs> <laughs> I like your strategy, uh, but no. Don't worry, I won't evade my paybacks. Uh, uh, wait, I think that arrangement is technically called a Mike and Ike. Oh, isn't that a candy? Sugar daddy is also a candy. Oh, it's an actual candy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay, well, that, that joke was a... That was for the thinking listeners out there. I get it, because it's like two names in a candy. Well, joke's on you. I don't think. Also, there was another news article about astro amateur astronomers filing class action lawsuit alleging telescope price-fixing conspiracy, and I had really hoped to click on this article and find that James... Your buddy. <laughs> McCarthy... <laughs> That was part of this, but it doesn't seem that that is the case. I don't believe anyway. Oh, that's unfortunate. That would have been some great uh, retribution for you, really. For me? <laughs> yeah, no, I, that would have really that would have really felt good for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, my lawsuit against the moon is still pending. So uh, when that gets uh, approved, I'm going to court. And if you get a restraining order against the moon, do they have to move it? Yes. Yeah, it can't can't come within, however, you know, a certain range of you, right? It's like a distance. Anyway, four hours ago, Andrew McCarthy posted a time lapse he captured. Guess what it was of, Mark? Oh man, let me think. Uh, flower blooming? Was it the moon? It was the moon, kind of. Oh man, oh, it was a time lapse of the complete uh, solar eclipse that happened. The moon passed in front of the sun recently. That's fair. That's fair. That's and uh, it actually uh, looked. And it's cool. You should look, Mark. It's cool. You can't even see that it's the moon. It's just a dark circle, and the sun really is the star. But it is a video of the moon. Oh, it's a time lapse. Whatever. The sun is a star. I would confirm. <laughs> the sun mm -hmm. is big, big star. Well, I googled it. I couldn't find it, so I'll never find it. Okay, so who would win, the ginger dead man or the sun? Sun. Okay. Couldn't you just not go near the sun, and then what's the sun gonna do? Not lose. That's for sure. 
I mean, I can't say you're wrong, so I guess you got me. That's all the news I got. I got nothing else. Oh, okay. I was going to let you. All right. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Wade, what are you ne- your news stories for today? Oh, well, you know. You came prepared for class, didn't you? <laughs> Excuse me. Of course I did. I knew that news was going to be important. Uh, uh-huh. Man, did you know that oof, uh, here in Cincinnati, we have the Kenwood Mall? It's like the only real mall that's left, and uh, they're going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day. No Blue Thursday sales? Nope. Good good news story. Wait. However, they extended their Black Friday hours. Well, obviously, you gotta have you gotta be able to shop. And that's that's it for my breaking news. Uh Cincinnati shoppers, just so you know, don't fucking shop on a holiday, you monsters, so then maybe we can have our holiday back. No, the way that you shop on Thanksgiving is on your phone on the internet. And then the way that you shop on the day after Thanksgiving is also on your phone on the internet. Because who would go out to the store on Black Friday? That sounds awful. People who want those Tickle Me Elmo dolls, those are still the thing, right? They they are, actually. <laughs> Stop tickling me! <laughs> Perfect. Don't you dare give him points for that. I can detect this comment. <laughs> Don't you give him points, points for, that. for that. That is unnecessary. Right, I was. There were going to be some trickle-down points, but Mark cut them off at the pass. No trickling. Can I poke a hole into his wall to get a leak? No, but you can earn points by participating in today's discussion. Mm-hmm. It is the month of Halloween. In fact, it's, a, it's like the day before Halloween that this is going to come out, I think, if I can count the number of days correctly. Oh, it might be after Halloween. Who cares? Uh, we have to talk about a very important topic. I want you to use science. I want you to use mysticism. I want you to use uh, personal beliefs, regardless of facts shown to you. I want you to use whatever methods necessary for you to discuss the important topic of are ghosts real? Uh... No, final answer. All right, episode over. All right, thank you, everybody. Mark wins because he answered first. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, Make sure that you watch it on Spotify. No, well, so we can talk about this from several different perspectives. Thing number one that I have that I enjoy is ghost hunting, both the TV shows that exist around ghost hunting and the actual devices that you use to go ghost hunting like emf uh, readers and and mm-hmm. talk boxes or whatever they're called and all the different little tools that you use to try and detect the presence of ghosts all that stuff is very entertaining and hilarious and bunk do you guys believe in any of that stuff that it works that it means anything no those shows no it is interesting that they would believe that it does because if you even if you watch this of the show the emf thing with like the radio where it cycles through and it grabs like they'll be like a word came through and i'm like yeah you're going through radio <laughs> signal the spirit box the spirit box emf's the little light that like electromagnetic field detector yeah but it's just so funny to me because it's like yeah this thing what it does is it cycles through the radio frequencies that are passing through yeah it picks up words that are broadcast into this realm but what happens whenever you ask it a question like what do you want and you hear apple and it's like clearly the ghost wants an apple <laughs> and you hear my hips blah. <laughs> and it's like and you're, oh darren's lauren i heard that it's i used to watch those ghost hunting shows quite a bit they're very funny they're so entertaining they are edited in a way that just never gets to a conclusion ever and it's like straight through the like it goes up to the commercial break it does it's not even a cliffhanger it's just a constantly building like and then this happened they circle back to the same clip of like a little dot going through with a circle on it and then the circle's bigger and then it's closer to the circle and it's like that can straight 
stretch that out for 10 minutes. Oh, and the I sound, can... dude, the sound stingers they use. Oh my God. It's a black and white infrared shot of a door that's already open that just goes. And then I saw that the door was open. Show the clip again. And I don't remember opening the door. And they put in the squeak sound effect. Yeah. I love those shows. Like, no, and it's like a Dane Cook joke too. Some of those too, they'll they'll be in a room and they'll the door will move or whatever thing falls over and they're like, Gary, Gary was downstairs. Gary, come up here. Gary's got the EMF. Gary, come up here. A minute and a half ago, did you get anything? Like, well, yeah, no, I got like a three, like a three out of five on this uh, reader thing. Why did something happen up here? He got a three out of five. It's like, it's like they're all through the house and it's like, I was I was in the basement using the divining rods. You were in the upstairs with the dolls. I don't know why, because it's also painfully boring. Because you just know, you watch a show, you know the formula, and you're like, oh, after the commercial, they're just going to come back and circle back to that one thing that happened. But I have to see it because I want to see them all get so excited about it. What's worse than that is being the one ghost hunting. I just went ghost hunting like not that long ago, a couple months ago. So you saw lots of stuff happened directly to you. It was very cool. We went to uh, Bobby Mackey's. I think I talked about this already down in uh, Northern Kentucky and nothing happened. <laughs> Not a thing. You mess with the lighting and then like, you know, there's always dust floating around. So it's like, oh my God, an orb. And then like you lower the camera and you literally just see like nothing but dust falling. And it's <laughs> like, oh, one of those has to be an orb in disguise. The building itself is like a functional bar upstairs and they tell you like hey where this chair is someone was murdered like 50 years ago and there was used to be a bathroom here and they were killed here and it's like oh okay so it's a little creepy and then you realize that's the chair and i'm staring at it waiting for something to happen this is ridiculous and you like sit down i sat down and i talked by like a pool table and i was like just hit me in the fucking face with a billiard ball do something for the love of god and like Nothing happened. Nah, you can't you can't have that attitude. See, this is the thing, right? I think it's all bogus. I think it would still be really fun to go ghost hunting. Because mm -hmm. you you have to you have to set aside any skepticism and just like be a child for for an evening. I would be that guy who wherever anything happened, I'd be like at parts like when you first go into the basement you're sitting in the basement like I, I went to the basement i sat in pitch blackness with like an infrared camera and then we had a couple of like gopros with like night vision on sitting there like alone every creak you hear is like okay yeah you gotta believe but like these shows always edit down their footage to have like somewhat short interesting little bits edit down yeah they don't post eight hour episode of them like they have they have two minutes content they stretch that to a 50 minute episode they edit up well you sit there when you go ghost hunting like it's for us at least it was you rented it out for four hours mm, and see. for four hours i mean the first hour we had like a guide telling us all like the history and showing us different areas where not to go stuff like that a ghost guide no oh uh, but then the, the other three hours was like, okay, cool, let's do it. And you start off and like your tools, you got your tools, you're like waiting for the EMF or the spirit box. But I'm telling you, man, after like an hour and a half, like at least a small venue where you've been to every room in the first hour. And then it's like, I'm going to go sit in that corner I was in before and wait. And it's like 10, 15 minutes of just sitting in the darkness, like bored out of your mind. That's what they don't show you is all of that. Well, in, in Wade's disbeliever camp, I do have a story, actually, that occurred recently that freaked me out. Um, so I was home alone. You know, Amy was away and I was going to bed and I went into the bedroom and I looked at the closet and the light was on in the closet. Now, let me tell you something about me in this closet. I don't... 
Oh, like, you talked about the light being on. Oh, no. So here's the thing. I don't go into the closet to put on my clothes for the day. I don't keep... I don't keep my underwear there. I don't keep, like, my regular shirts. If I'm just lounging about home, then I'm just wearing, like, either shorts or comfy pants and just a t-shirt. That's what I'm doing. Everything that I have to go out is in the closet. I'm not going out because I'm just home alone working on the edit, right? So there's no reason for this light to be on. The last night I went to bed, you know, I was still home alone, and I woke up the next day, and then I go through my whole day, and I'm done for the day, and I go into the bedroom to go to bed. That closet light is on. There's no reason that closet light should have been on. There is no way that I went in there. There is nothing that I would have done there. And last night, I wouldn't have left it on because I went to bed and all the lights were off. That's how I go to bed. And I cannot explain. I cannot explain how that closet light turned on. You've never had any light issues in that house? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it's it's literally there's one switch that turns on the lights in there and it's on the inside of it. And there's no, there, I, there's no reason that I would just lean in there, turn on a light, look around and then close it like or turn it off like or i it didn't make any sense to me and i sat there i stood there at the doorway for like a solid minute being like i didn't turn this light on someone is in my house and mm, turning yeah. my lights on that's what i thought i literally got my boar spear and i walked around the house <laughs> i'm not joking i did oh, no. i got my boar spear unsheathed it walked around the house point first and i was like if someone's here they're getting speared so hard but obviously you know there's no one there like all the, all the doors are still locked everything's fine classic mistake you walk spear pointing backwards they'd never expect it when they try to sneak up on you yeah no that's how you get them <laughs> What I need to do is get a is a a double ended spear, one with the front and the back. So when Darth she, Maul's boar spear, exactly. Yeah. So that when Chica is walking by me, she gets speared. <laughs> no. Anyway, so that that was something where I can't really explain. So take that, Wade, you not ghost believing bitch. I mean, I've got a couple of unexplainable events. I have a light bulb related story that also proves that ghosts exist. This was yep. my actual second point here. So I think all the ghost hunting stuff is kind of funny and totally bogus. And I think I'd enjoy it because I'm a jumpy person. But I have a story that confirms that ghosts exist and that they occupy light bulbs and power lines. I, in the, in the last place we lived, um, there was an office in the backyard, right? And that was my office. It was like a little separate building and it was, you could see it out the back windows. I have a video of this actually that I took on my phone. I, we were sitting inside and the baby was like asleep and Manny and I were just sitting there, you know, sort of like dark out. And the light on the outside of that office had a switch, but you leave the switch on because the light fixture had like a light sensing thing. It would turn on when it was dark out and it had a motion sensor. And this, we lived in California. There were all kinds of like possums and squirrels in our yard. It would turn on all the time. There was a tree in front of it that would, if it was windy, would turn it on. Like it would just turn on all the time. And that's fine because it turns on for like a minute and then turns off if there's no continuous motion. But we were sitting here and that light on the house, on the little separate office was going on, off, on, off. On, off, on, off, on, off. Blinking erratically. And like Mandy saw it and was like, whoa, that's weird. I thought like the tree was going in front of it and blocking it. No, it's just turning on and off in a way that the fixture does not do. And she like got my attention. It was like, did you do something weird with the light in your office? Is that supposed to be doing that? And I looked and I was like, no. I didn't, I left it on like normal. This was, usually when stuff like this happens, like it happens for a second and then it goes away. I got my phone out. I started a video. I walk out the back door all the way up to the light and I stand there and the light is actually buzzing, which it doesn't do normally, and clicking, 
there's a clicking sound going on and off. Click, 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 click. Either of those things does this light fixture normally do? Because when I walk out through my office in the dark, which I've done many times, it just silently turns on. And I like, I open the office door and I look and I flip the switch a little bit and I turn it back on after I'm playing with it and it starts doing the same shit. I took the light bulb out of that fixture and I put it in like a normal lamp in the house. Light bulb is 100% fine. I put a different light bulb into that fixture, turned it on, it worked perfectly fine. There was a ghost either in that light bulb or trapped in the electrical circuit that was making that happen. 100% confirmed. No other way, because... None of the electronics were broken or in any way malfunctioning. They were fine. It was a ghost. Well, what's the point of the episode? You proved it. Well, I want to talk about it, but I I believe oh. ghosts are real. Look, wait, we know you're not convinced because you're just like, your brain is too small to comprehend the world of the spiritual realm. That's my proof. Uh, what did you have, Wade? Because you said you're like a story or something. Well, hit me. Okay, so I've had a couple of life events. I think I might have talked about them on here. I can't remember. Uh, when I was young, we had like a family room with like a sliding door. Sliding door here. Back door was on this wall, so you could see the back door from the sliding door. I was watching TV, which our TV was like to the right of the sliding door, and I heard a knock from the back door, but I could see the back door and there was no one there. And I was home alone, so I heard the knock again, saw nothing, walked around to the door, no one inside, no one outside. And then I hear a knock at the front door and I go to the front door, look, no one's there. And my memory's a little bit foggy. I think something else might've happened, but I can't remember at this point. But that freaked me out a lot. And I had no explanation for why that happened. And a few years back at our old house, I don't know how to explain this other than just like a weird thing. I was outside. And do you guys know that feeling of like when you feel like someone's looking at you or watching you and you just have like that, that gut feeling of like someone's looking at me or I'm being watched? The feeling of being watched, yes. Yeah, but I don't know how to describe the feeling of being watched other than saying that phrase but there's like you get kind of get like the hairs in your neck stand up a little bit and you just feel alert and kind of creeped out i had that and then my dogs started barking but they were like facing a bush and the brick wall in the front of our house and just barking at it like there was something there which they normally don't do it's kind of strange but like that coincided right when i felt that i was a little freaked out dogs went to the bathroom came inside and i grabbed the handle to the front door and it wasn't particularly cold out but like the front door handle felt really cold to me And I was like, that's kind of strange. I walked inside, like ran up the stairs and just, I don't know. I I felt like something was just around me at all times there. This is a weird couple of things that was probably 90% in my head, but has stuck with me. I mean, I feel like we're all just talking about how and why we know that ghosts are real at this point. Sure. But outside of those moments of unexplained creepiness, I don't know, I have a hard time. There's so many people that are looking for ghosts. You'd think, and also let's talk about ghost hunting tools. I don't know the history of them, but who fucking thought like a bunch of radio signals play them and eventually the ghost can talk to us through them? I have another question like related to that. Why is a ghost? That was my next question. I'm so Thank good you, at this. Mark. God, Excellent I'm good segue. At this. this episode is brought to you by Duncan. <laughs> Duncan just dropped a new kind of energy. They called it sparked. <laughs> Berry burst, peach sunshine flavors I love. Did you guys try it already? I can't say no to two kinds of flavors. One is peach and one is berry. And a medium's $3. Now through March 19th. So drop by and get sparked by Duncan. Sparked energy drinks are fruit flavored, contain 0% fruit juice. Beverages contain caffeine from caffeine and guarana. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. 
This episode is brought to you by Square Enix. From Square Enix comes Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I played a ton of Final Fantasy VII when I was a kid. It was one of the first games that I actually 100%ed. I didn't. But anyway, the new standalone remake in the critically acclaimed series follows Cloud in the pursuit of his iconic antagonist, Sephiroth. Forge bonds with iconic characters in and out of combat, including Tifa, Barrett, and Aerith. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, out February 29th, exclusively on the Sony PlayStation 5. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. I'm a big dumb dummy. I love you, you big dumb dummy head. Uh, well, as a big dumb dummy, sometimes I have subscriptions that carry on a little too long. Like a few years. Okay, uh, this is starting to feel a little bit personal. Does that make me a big dumb dummy too? Oh, you big dumb dummy? I might also be one of those. Even if you're a big dumb dummy like us, you don't need to be a big dumb dummy to use Rocket Money. Because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower bills. You can tap on whatever you don't like seeing. If you see big red number that you don't like, you just tap on it and they'll cancel it for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 per year. With over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use, cancel Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Now that we all agree that we believe ghosts exist, Stephen Wade, the skeptic, what, what, what are they? What do you think they are? What is it made of? And or what evidence do you have that, that to prove what they are? Yeah, because there's a lot of like types of ghosts, right? Like some of them are completely incorporeal, meaning like they can't touch anything. They can't interact. They are just like a visual thing. But there are ghosts that like knock stuff over or like in my case that inhabit a light bulb and like manipulate electricity or whatever to try and... Mm. What is a ghost? Are there different species? What is it made of? It comes down to a philosophical question of what is the soul and is the soul real? Oh, no, think it doesn't. Ghosts are- what is this guy talking about? The soul? No. What atoms are they made of? Literally. Uh, nah 2 3 Well, it's clearly wrong. He just named sodium dioxide. <laughs> Is that actually what that is? I, don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't keep track of the letters he was saying, but it was sodium something. N A O H I O. N A H two O three. That's something trioxide. Either way, so if they're not made of atoms, right? If they're not atom-based things, then what are they? Are they made of quarks? Are they made of like just light, cohesive light? So that's that's really what it's got to be made of, or it's ectoplasm, whatever that is. Does everyone become a ghost? Are ghosts never human at all? Is there, I don't know, heaven, hell, and purgatory, and spirits are supposed to go to one of those? If they don't, they're trapped here on this plane. That's when there are ghosts. You gotta step your mind outside of the the the, the binary constructs of heaven and hell, right? That's just a pure, purely Judeo-Christian or something uh, thought process. This ghosts are fo- so far beyond that. Okay, are they supposed to go to Chili's? Are they supposed to... <laughs> well no so i i guess my uh i would posit ghosts are a representation 
that we can perceive in some way or that interact with our world of something from like another, I don't know if dimension is the right word, but from like another dimension, right? They don't exist in the same way as like humans do in terms of being made of atoms and physical matter. They interact with our dimension realm in a way so that they are perceivable, but they're not like represented in a, in a way that makes sense to us and the way that we understand the physical world. Do you believe that they were humans that died though? Like people, when people ghost hunt, they're like, uh, oh, Michael Collins died here, but let's reach out to him. Let's have a seance and talk to Michael's spirit. What if, what if it's the pure distilled essence of life before it's even born? Yeah, no, I think part of the thing is that humans view everything as if humans are the end all be all of existence. Uh, what if humans are channeling something that is way bigger than humanity? Humans channel some sort of life force, and ghosts are a different manifestation of that exact same essence. Sperm? Egg? No, more like spirit once inside a mommy. You're exactly right, Wade. No. Yes, you are. It's as goopy as you imagine it is. Because if we think about it, what is ectoplasm, really? Ectoplasm is the more viscous, clear outer layer of the cytoplasm in amoeboid cells. <laughs> exactly my point, Bob. Exactly my point. And where do you find amoeba cells? The ginger dead man. Uh, on exuding from mediums during spiritualistic trances. Yes, exactly. So ectoplasm is the physical residue of things interacting, of ghosts spiritually interacting with the physical realm. And uh -huh. therefore that intersect of their energy and the physical matter results in ectoplasm occurring. It's, 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 the, it's the come of, of death. This is a seed before the seed of life exists. It's the ooze. It's the jizz of the deceased. It's, no, it's the jizz of the preceased because they the haven't preceased. It's the seed that is no more. No, that never was. Oh, okay. That or has not be. yet. Has not yet to come. It's the pre of life. <laughs> Right? I don't know if I like the... No, okay. Ectoplasm is the pre of life. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Greek... Ectoplasm originates from uh, Greek words ectos and plasma, which is uh, something formed or molded, and ectos stands for, yeah, jizz. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, if we think about it in that way, and we remove our flawed logic that it comes after death, because I don't think that's the truth. It's not It's not the after death part of that, because that gets into all of the messy things of an afterlife. What we need to focus on is the pre-life, and the ingredients with which to concoct that pre-life, right? So really, what everyone's doing with all of these, you know, EMF and, you know, ghost spirit boxes, they're just like toys to tantalize the universe into conjuring that pre of life uh-huh i've seen how toys can help things pre exactly all ghost hunting is is just warming up the the engines the a lube and a ball gag i don't know about the ball gag that's that's weird but i mean whatever does it for you right it's it's this is what the universe is into that's what yeah, people exactly. are figuring out. That's what it's got to be. That's what that's what the Ouija board is all about. It's all it's all about finding out what the universe is into, right? The universe thinks Ouija is really hot. Yeah, it does. I was told by a lot of people not to mess with the Ouija board. I did. I was told that that's the most dangerous tool you can use when ghost hunting. Absolutely. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know what you're saying. They that. sell it with the kids' toys. You light some candles. You play some music. You 
pour some salt on the ground. Yeah, you pour some salt out. I've been there. You uh, you say some choice words, you know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. sweet nothings. You whisper. You always whisper. You're not shouting. You're trying to be quiet and listen. You're trying to open up your ears. It's just, it's just making love to the universe, man. That's all ghosts are. Well, are ghosts the result of that, or is that the actual lovemaking? Both. I, I'll accept that. It can be both. It is it's just like, it's how strong the result is, is how much you tease the universe. So you're saying that every time there aren't ghosts, that's because the universe didn't actually finish. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it's, you got to walk a fine balance. You don't want a premature ghost. You want to, you want to edge the ghosts a little bit, just get into the, the threshold, <laughs> then letting things calm down a bit. And then you. I asked Chat GPT about ghosts. I must have asked in a weird way because my response was using a belief in ghosts to manipulate, deceive, or harm others is not only unethical, but harmful to individuals and communities. Using a belief in ghosts, harm. Uh, I, that's like saying that bad people do bad things. Like anything can be manipulated into uh, your. We're not talking about harmful uses. We're talking about why we know ghosts are real and what they are. Mm-hmm. Mark, you're with me here. And Wade, come along if you so choose. Does that mean that when mediums are talking to people who have deceased, that's not real? Because that's not how that works. There are not just like the spirits of ex-humans floating around on an astral plane. It's a whole other romantic copulative world that you're accessing when you're trying to when you're trying to interact with ghosts ghosts might just be horny they could still be deceased grandpa but they might just be dtf when they're dead no there is no deceased ghost that is just a wrong mindset how do you know it's all, all it, look, it just doesn't make sense if it's dead people being ghosts, but it makes total sense if it's people that haven't even alived yet being ghosts. It makes sense, Wade, because the, when the wave returns to the ocean, you can't possibly track where the wave goes. It's, it becomes one with the ocean again, it's gone. But waves that are trying to escape from the ocean, stay. those are the ones that you see. You see the, you see, and ghosts are just little waves that don't quite make it into our plane of existence. They're not able to escape the condom of pre-life. That is a weirdly good description of the, the thing we're talking about here. It is true. But what if it's like a kernel of corn and you wrap it in an indigestible string loop and when you swallow that particular piece of corn even on the other end you can still track that individual kernel we're trying to make good points here Wade. we're trying to we're trying to trying to get there i'm just saying you can track the corn from your mouth to your shit and know which kernels which is your digestive tract the universe or is your shit the universe i don't know maybe we each have our own little universe in us is your butthole the birthing of its new being? Because I posit that it's going into your mouth was not the start of its existence, nor if it passes through it, it's the going out your butthole is not the end of its existence. It's merely a transition. It's not the start or the end. That doesn't really help your point, but I'll allow it. I digress. I love the waves, waves, because it is true. You see them coming in and they take better shape the closer they are uh-huh. to arriving in an enormous splash of gushing water gushing all over the shore and then once the goosh is gone slides back into the sea never to be seen again i too like the uh metaphors and similes that prove my point yes well you should come up with some more that's how you prove points three points to bob thank you i'm winning man we suck (laughs) we talked about ghost hunting and why it's funny we talked about why ghosts are real we talked about what are ghosts and i think we really got to the bottom of that and what i want to discuss now is 
Are we ghosts to beings on other planes of existence? If we see ghosts come in and out of our world, and that's an interaction that we have, are we ghosts to them? Or how does that work? Because the ghost clearly is aware of our world at some level. Maybe, maybe not. That's an argument we could have. What are they? Are we ghosts to them? Are they like transporting in and out of a weird ghostly world? Like they're putting the ring of power on and off and shit's crazy for a second? Or what? What are we? Are we just ghosts from the other side? Or how does that work? Maybe. Would that mean that like animals are also anything living in this realm is a ghost to some other thing? Yes. What if that's what dreaming is? What if that's not us seeing into other realms, but our ghostly essence exploring other planes of existence? I don't know if ramen lady pulling a fish egg sack out of my brain was in another dimension. I think I could trace that one right back to roots in my dimension. <laughs> Maybe. They make a lot of assumptions. There are some people that do think like dreams is traveling to other dimensions. I do think that's a fantastical way because that's entirely intrinsic to the mind. Whether or not people think of like the, the complexity of the mind as being like a... Uh, entering into another dimension i think is highly egotistical of the sophistication of our biology however that being said there are certain like quantum interactions that occur in the brain that we don't fully understand like there there's certain aspects of it where like our sense of smell is based on a different fundamental principle than we thought it was we thought it was just a purely physical sampling a chemical goes in your nose it touches you know the sensors and you you detect it but actually it's based on detecting the uh the i, I hesitate to say quantum spin because i'm not sure if it's the quantum or electron spin, but it's like literally your receptors are sensitive to the spin of the particles that make up the things you're smelling and they don't physically touch them. Really? Yeah, it, it's fascinating. And it's like the deeper they know, the more sophisticated this sense actually is. It's it's alarm. And the reason it makes sense is because the actual physical coupling and decoupling of the chemicals to these receptors would require like it to be able to physically attach to all these things. Whereas like if it was just passing by in air, which it does, and it's sampled based on its like unique um, spin characteristics of its composite electrons, it creates a certain like think of it like sound it's waves that come through there but it's like with smell is it like electromagnetism on a, on a very small scale or something exactly i don't know it well enough but it is more based on quantum interaction than people ever thought possible and that is a fundamental biological process that spans out to pretty much anything with a nose i hadn't heard that that's so fascinating i'm curious what the rpm is of a rose scent versus the rpm of like lavender versus the rpm of like a fogo de chow fart that actually is kind of if you were to boil it down really simply i as far as my understanding goes which i could be very wrong in misquoting all of this but that is basically what it is everything spin because of the chemicals in a certain composition has a unique profile of which it spins that's why most smells are unique in some ways because there is a spectrum of possibilities that is almost infinite in its complexity well and that makes some sense too i've always thought it was interesting that if you operate with smell is chemical based and then you think about like well it's possible to distill okay this smell is these chemicals like mm -hmm. and maybe this is this is ignoring how inaccurate human measurements and recreations of things would be but like it's effectively possible at the point we are in science to detect a simple smell and what chemicals are present in that smell and recreate those chemicals in a, in like synthesize them in a way where they sh they are look basically the same and they're in the same sort of configuration but the smell is just like not even close would a ghost emit a smell 
if smell is not chemical contact, but in fact some kind of electrical signal that your body senses from atoms, it, so ghosts would give a smell off if they are comprised of ectoplasm or somehow interacting with like physical objects in our universe, right? Yeah, and if even if they give off like some kind of energy, because you can sometimes smell. Could, does that mean that light could have a smell? Because light, um, light is it travels both in waves, but also is like photons. I think it would move too fast for the nose receptors to detect it. I, I don't think you can smell light. Really, if, if electricity is like in a room or something like that, or you smell like something. It's really the ionized particles that you're smelling, as opposed to the electricity itself. Um, but so I, but I don't know. I have no idea. I'll bet God could smell light. Well, you shot him, so or her or whoever. Wait, what episode was that? Uh, I believe that was in the escape room episode. No, it was legal advice. Illegal advice. Yeah, you killed oh. God. What's God's respawn time? Is God a ghost? Oh, we were playing hardcore mode. <laughs> you hardcore killed God. Yeah, he's got to start over. <laughs> he starts over at level zero. We can all pick on God now. Yeah. What was what was the loot like? Was it good loot? Uh, not really. It was like an epic that I didn't really need and some cold. He was a level ninety nine gangster. It was pretty good. <laughs> That smell thing, Mark? I like that. That's interesting. That's just the nose. Think of like the, the deeper interactions that occur in the brain, because we know there's neuro neurochemical transmitters, but who knows what the, the further interactions between neurons actually is. Like it's it is alarmingly complex and it is something that we probably won't fully understand for a very long time. Um and even when we do, there's probably like random permutations that occur, like based on who knows what environmental factors that could change up things on a day-to-day -day basis, you know. Is God a ghost? That's what I asked. Good question, Wade. Thank no! <laughs> Mark thinks time's in a line, so he thinks just because he said something first, it means he said it originally. Whereas me asking now is what actually influenced him asking before. No, time is also in a line for you. I'm sorry, you're not a higher being. You don't know that. You're on the same line Mark is, I'm sorry. You're making a lot of a, a lot of insumptions. Yeah, I'm insumpting a lot, I know. Oh man, there was a, I forget what video it was, but there was a video that visually demonstrated time and its relation to gravity in a way that kind of blew my mind. I will never recreate it perfectly, but it was like, if you take the slices of an apple falling to earth from say space or something, and you slice it up based on its the time at which it takes to go across there. And then it was like, this is why time dilation occurs is because like gravity is isn't necessarily the the force that we think it is it's it's the it's the trajectory of that apple through time in like instead of thinking of gravity specifically as like it's a force that just pulls it straight down it is literally that apple's journey into the future if you looked at it like as individual slide it was such a fascinating video i'll never remember it and i'm not quoting it correctly is this like interstellar where they're on the planet and like an hour passes but like in the spaceship like 100 years passed or something that's time dilation in general and that's also a fascinating subject but it, this was like it was explaining it in a way that um was just like god i can't i can't i can't even do ghosts age could you drop three ghosts into the atmosphere and then they'd land to be different ages of ghosts do ghosts have weight uh i mean they have to have mass but they don't necessarily have well if they have mass they'd have to have weight if they're on earth right yeah. that's how physics works well maybe not then does light have mass? Because presumably if you're seeing ghosts, it means it must be either reflecting or emanating light. If it's reflecting light, it doesn't mean that it has to have be comprised of light, but it would mean that it has to have some kind of mass. Light has no mass. E equals mc squared. By def by that definition, it doesn't have mass and, and it has no measurable mass. My hips do. 
Yeah, I do. Yeah, they do. You do have a dump truck. But to answer your question then, Wade, all three ghosts would fall at the same rate, and the oldest one would age the same as the rest. I'm, I'm, losing. I'm losing track. This is getting too scientific for me. I would like to get back to ghosts and why they're real, and away from science and all that nonsense. Okay, because okay. that's all a right, lot. Cool. That's a lot to think about. I thought it was, are ghosts real? This is now, why are ghosts real? Yes, ghosts are real. Discuss. That's the topic for today's episode. Anyway, I would like to continue the discussion of why and how ghosts are real by talking about your individual top three types of ghosts. It could be an individual ghost, that, or it could be a type or class of ghost. I want to know, what do you, what three are your tops, and why do you like them so much? Uh, I've got one. That's all right. I Go ahead. One. Sexy ghost. The poltergeist. Okay. I got in first. Uh, Mark did start saying, did you say sex ghost or sexy? Sexy ghost. Sexy. Okay. Well, I, do, I don't think I need a further explanation on that one. What, Wade, what is a poltergeist specifically? Uh, the thing I like about poltergeist is their interaction with the environment. So like the movie poltergeist, right? There's like a dimension thing that opens up and like all kinds of crazy shit happens around the house and the house is like sucked into a portal. But if you go with like the phasmophobia poltergeist, that fucker is just like a prankster. You're walking mm. through a room and all of a sudden like a book goes flying and a bunch of books go flying, a whole bunch of shit's thrown everywhere. I don't know. That's just fun. It's fun to make messes. It's just a messy, fun ghost. Sexy poltergeist. There you go. Combine R2 and make the ultimate ghost. Is that your second type? That's my second. That's my second. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What makes these ghosts sexy for you, Mark? Oh, it's up to the, it's up to the viewer. Uh, is it effable? What can you eff it for me, though? Or is it ineffable? I mean, it's sadly ineffable, but... <laughs> Would you prefer a single sexy ghost or, like, one that's married but that's, like, committing adultery with you? The fuck? Yeah, like some swingers, some upside-down pineapple. Ah, no, no, I'm, I'm taken. I'm spoken for. Oh, so it's just, this is more of an aesthetic? Yeah, it's an aesthetic thing. Assessment? Okay. Yeah. What makes... what? Uh, you're not going to answer that. What? Well, I'll answer. I'll answer anything. You think I won't answer anything? I'm what sorry. makes the poltergeist sexy? Is it the type of stuff it interacts with, or is it how... It's big old... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that again. Uh, I, I, I spoke over you. Uh, <clears throat> it's um, just <laughs> the, the physical interactions and the messes that they made. No, wait. What were you saying before? No, I, don't, I don't remember saying anything. There was a hand gesture. Yeah, that was the very physical like... interactions. The physical interactions. Ah, the poltergeist. I don't, I don't know about that. The poltergeist. Yeah. Oh! oh! <laughs> okay, interesting. Wait, what's your second favorite ghost type? Oh, man. Uh, let's go with banshees, because they scream. If you like a good old screamer ghost man it's hard to get away from a wailing banshee they just make a lot of noise they know how to party seems like it'd probably be more annoying than anything maybe but like you know in the moments where it's right it's right yeah well you're allowed to like what you want and maybe maybe i miss underestimating maybe that's incorrect and uh number three what do you guys got third one me guys what oh right both of us we need to it was top three each each of you needs to give me a third one orbs Orbs. Uh, I see what you're getting at. Big bright orbs. Orbs. Big bright orbs. The bright, you know, big glowing. Just orbs. Big bouncing orbs. Okay. Yeah, orbs. Yeah. When they doing, doing, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah. Orbs. 
Got it. I'd like to think that ball lightning is a type of ghost. Dude, yes. Ball lightning is a fascinating phenomenon. Wade, get your third type of ghost in quick. We're going to talk about ball lightning. Does a demon count as a ghost type? Demons aren't ghosts. That's a whole other type of creature. Is it necessarily, or is it just a misunderstood ghost type? Demons are corporeal creatures that spawn in hell and or come from hell, generally, right? Like, uh, well, I don't know what the definition is, but... Okay. What about mylings, which are like ghost children that are just actually fucking terrifying? How do you spell that? M-Y-L-I-N-G. They're in Phasmo, but they're kind of like not represented as an actual myling. Means murderling a murdered small child and also small child that murders. Yeah. Ah. Either or, really. Yeah, I don't like the drawings. Uh, ew. No, they're, they're terrifying. So if you ever had someone you wanted to scare off, you just send some mylings after them. No, that's probably a type of ghost. Probably. Uh-huh. Phantasmal incarnations is the definition I see. Yeah, though, that's... that's Okay. Hey, that's a scary one. See, uh, uh, phantoms came to mind, but phantoms are lame. You go take a photo of a phantom and phasma, it disappears. Like, it's very boring. It's like it hides from you. It's like, please let me take a photo of you. And it's like, poof, no, you can't. And it's like, okay. If you don't even want to hang out, why'd you bother coming over, dude? Phantoms are the cats of ghosts. <laughs> I'm with you. Whereas banshees are like the dogs of ghosts. Banshees are like the the beagles of ghosts. They're very vocal. And mylings are the guard dogs of ghosts. You keep them outside in a pen. They're children. I shouldn't say that. You. <laughs> no, you're gone. <laughs> They're children that murder. So, I mean, you don't exactly have to kid glove them. I don't know. All right. But ball lightning. Do okay. you know what ball lightning is, Wade? I'm assuming Mark does because he brought Let it Let me up. look. Ball lightning is fascinating because it's documented throughout like human recorded history. There are written documentations of people witnessing it. There are like drawings of it. There are modern videos of it. That's one thing that you don't get. There's a lot of like historical depictions where it's like, oh, it was a ghost or a demon or whatever. But you never see like, you know, a shaky video taken on an iPhone 10 of a ghost thing, right? There's never, there's never quite that much. Ball lightning is totally on video. You can look up many videos of ball lightning just happening and being very inexplicable and like i don't know if the physics of it are fully understood in terms of how and why that would happen in in the physical world but that's got to be some kind of ghost thing right y yes let's go ahead and say yes that if there's different types of if there's orb ghosts there's got to be like really violent orb ghosts and if we go into like the dnd kind of thing all this boils down to is elementals right if we if we are okay with the idea of like there being this ghostly energy ectoplasmic pre gushing everywhere then that's just the element pre you know that's mm. just the element of pre you know you get fire earth water pre can they multi-class can they be pre and fire or pre and lightning everything changed when the pre nation attacked <laughs> <laughs> you never been a pre-bender <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you'd think that would just be a subclass of waterbender, but no, no. no. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. Kind of like a semi-solid. It's oh, oh, so unique. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, ball lighting and and how it's that's totally ghosts. Oh, I guess for anyone listening uh, who doesn't know, ball lightning is when lightning happens, except literally it turns into a glowing ball and moves around as opposed to being like a strike of lightning. Some of the ball lightning looks like fire. Well, it, it interacts with stuff, right? So if it's like near things that are flammable or if it, you know, it'll it'll damage things and it'll cause like heat and stuff. Uh, but it's a, it's a thing that happens and is crazy as shit to see on video. 
So that's so that's ghosts. I'm glad we decided that. That's ghosts. Yeah, that's ghosts. That clearly. Okay. What else would it be? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's no explanation I could imagine, and I pretty much know stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I rest my case. Okay. So, what are our conclusions from today's episode? That's what I want to know. Ghosts aren't real. Uh, I don't think mm-hmm. anyone said that. Oh, I meant ooh, uh, can- Candy Graham. Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, my brain just spat that out. I was gonna reason. take points away from you for saying ghosts aren't real, but now I feel bad because I think we might be losing it a little bit. Mark, I think Wade's on his way out. I agree, and it's about time to. My final statement would just be that the pre of life is far better than the post of life, and I think we can all agree on that. I, I will say on the lightning issue, I was, I was trying to look this up to remember what it was called. I actually captured an interesting form of lightning called sprite lightning on camera whenever I was in Florida. Have you ever seen sprite lightning? It's like weird red. I'll see if I can find my photo. It's going to take me a minute, though. You have a picture of this? Oh, you got that? Yes. Oh, cool. It's like like red. It's like fire in the sky, almost. It's like a firework. Like, whoa. That's an offshoot of kind of the same thing that causes the Aurora Borealis, I believe. It's not really focusing very well. You can kind of see in the corner there. Uh, oh, no, yeah. That's a picture that you took? Well, so this is still, I've got a video of it. Oh, and that's sweet. A, I took a screenshot of the oh, video. That's cool. It's it's like it's electrostatic discharge between the higher levels of the atmosphere and the middle levels. So it's like it doesn't ground to the earth. It grounds to the water vapor in this in the middle area. Sprite lightning results when an energetic electromagnetic pulse extends up into the ionosphere. Oh, it goes the other way. They are now known to be associated with terrestrial gamma ray flashes. I'm not 100 percent sure what that is, but that's cool. Yeah, I'm trying to find where in the video is going to play the video i've got basically like a three minute video of just darkness <laughs> and then like there's some lightning and stuff that happens it happens somewhere in that video but that was Ooh. over the gulf like a few years ago that's cool yeah that was one of the cooler things i've gotten to catch i don't know it's not necessarily ghost related but the ball lightning made me think of it because i remember whenever i captured i was like molly what the hell is this and we looked into it and we're like holy shit that's a whale ghost the banshee Wade has seen ghosts. I think that's one of the conclusions we can draw from this episode. Wade has officially seen ghosts, therefore he knows that they're real. Uh, Mark and I already knew that ghosts are real, so that was a foregone conclusion. The universe is constantly preying all over us and or in us, and so maybe life is coming into existence or not, maybe, who knows? And something about waves in the ocean. Uh Uh-huh. I concur. You know what? This was maybe not the spookiest Halloween episode, but I feel like we really learned some stuff about some Halloween themes. We certainly talked about some stuff. And smell. Learned a lot of good, valuable, accurate information about how smell works, probably. Probably. Everyone can rely on my recitation of random science articles that I've read on the internet. I believe it. And you know what, Mark? Despite the fact that you're the one who brought science into this and and really, you know, really confused me almost with facts and numbers and things, you performed very well. And the only way that Wade could possibly score two more points and come around you for the win would be that if he could convince me, with all sincerity, that he believes that ghosts exist and are real and are the pre of life. But if I oh. sense any bit of sarcasm or mockery, or if I don't believe that you really have come around on this, I'm afraid Mark's going to keep his lead. What do you got, Wade? You got anything to, you want to add? Well... All I can tell you is I found a photo of my video of Sprite Lightning, and a sprite is another kind of unearthly being, probably related to spirits and ghosts. And if I myself have video proof of it, what more do you need? Mm, You know what? 
I wanted to sense your sarcasm, but that was very sincere. I appreciate your honest delivery. But you did not, in fact, say that you believe in ghosts, that they're real, and that they uh, exist. So would you, would you go as far as to say that, or...? I believe I have captured a sprite. Mark wins! Yes! Oh, Thank Wade. You. you can't lie to win an episode of a podcast, Wade. Come on. Since when? We do it all the time. Yeah, but you just now, you just didn't do it. All you had to do was convince, you had to just be like, I believe ghosts are real. I know, but God, it's so stupid. They're fake. They're not real. They're uh, not. Well, calm down. Calm okay, down. they're not <sighs> fake. Just because you don't believe doesn't mean they're fake. Calm down. Completely fake. I ghost hunted one time and found none ghosts. Oh, well, if you looked once, what more can you do? Wade, give your loser speech. Well, everyone, I tried to present the truth here, but clearly this is not a venue of truth. It's a venue of the... No facts and logic me, sir. The mystical and the the stupid, and therefore I'm glad I lost. You don't seem glad. You seem kind of upset about it. I'm a little upset. Mark Winner's speech? I think that we can all agree that my victory was much like the waves in the ocean. We all saw it coming. We all saw it forming. It grew grander the closer it got to the shore. Once it arrived, it was a magnificent sight. Splashing this way, that way, gushing even, as some might say. And now it must recede back into the ocean, where I owe my victory back into the grand ocean of life and wherewith all our points truly come from. Thank you. Somehow, both profound and completely absent of any substance whatsoever. Okay, well, all right. <clears throat> I mean, what I mean to say is congratulations, Mark. Uh, I appreciate you blindly following me uh, down the path of correct assumptions and taking my side relentlessly against Wade. I, I had a good time, and I appreciate it. Make sure you check out Mark at Markiplier, Wade at Lord Minion 777 or Minion 777. My channel's called My Skirm. We don't have merch, so stop asking. Just imagine your shirt says Distractable on it, and that's the best I can do for you. <laughs> and uh, that's going to be it. Mark is going to be hosting the next episode because he truly does know the truth about ghosts, and Wade just couldn't admit it to himself. So there you have it, folks. Ghosts are real. Wade's a non-believer. Podcast out.